Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany. It is so great to come to you today and bring you more information. And we are rounding out 2022. Is that right? I don't even know what year it is. I mean, I think COVID did this to us, but we are rounding out this year. We're almost finished, but I need to bring something to you. I want to bring something to you. How we are going to start this new year, 2023, and get off on the right foot with your mind, your body, and your health. And I'm bringing back to the show today my precious friend, Katie Epps from My Body GX. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my goodness, it's good to have you. So you were here, oh my gosh, we're on about 140, episode 140, can you believe it-ish, give or take. Um, You were with me on episode 65, March of 2021, Your Body, Learn It and Love It. So I brought you back on. We've done several collaborations together. Thank you. You you and I did Austin Fitz Magazine for the second time and and, um, it was fabulous. Yeah, you know, every time they come out with um an addition and say you know we're, we're gonna do a chef or they asked me to specifically look at different recipes i call you right up i got that girl i got that girl yeah so y'all go back to episode 65 and read and uh, read and learn more about katie and her life and her resume and we're going to touch on that in a little bit but i want to tell you how we know each other um was it okay you got married Yes, what in 2012. 2012, I was training at a place in Austin, Body by Frame, and I started dabbling in the competition world. And in 2012, I met Katie. She became my trainer. Um, and briefly what we do, because briefly what we, we do is not for everyone, but. Right. Yeah. So we trained all the way through a couple of shows in 2013, and then I had a baby. And then baby number one. Yeah, baby number one. And then um, we trained a little bit more, but I don't think you competed much after um, that show. I don't think you found a love for it that you had initially. And so Mm -hmm. we moved past it and then just got into more healthy lifestyle training. And then I just kept having babies. And that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Here we are. And I moved from Austin full time, well, full time, partially to Fort Worth. And my girl in the last few weeks has just moved to the Dallas Metroplex area. So um, I'm so happy you're here. I am too. You know, I love Dallas so much. Do you? Yes. So when we first decided that we're going to move up here, we moved up here for the boys to play soccer. And they go to a very specialized soccer school. So they play soccer four hours a day and then they go to school four hours a day. It's awesome. Um, Boys, energy, they run for four hours. This is great for everyone. (laughs) So, um, but as we were coming up here and like learning the area, because I hadn't really been up here other than to visit you once and to go to an OU game Mm -hmm. once. So I didn't know anything about Dallas. The people up here are so amazing, So so kind and thoughtful and considerate and it's just such a different culture mm-hmm. than than Austin is. Absolutely, and they're both great. They're so unique, um, and you can take your business because you have my body GX, and you can take it anywhere. Right. Correct. I mean, you are are you, are you online. What did you? What are you doing as far as your clients back in Austin that were seeing you face to face? So I have a couple people that are doing online coaching. So. Um, just similar to what you do for your Pilates. Mm-hmm. Um, they stand in front of their camera, I stand in front of my phone, and I help them work out. Um, but honestly, the majority of my business is writing nutrition. So I started 
back in 2020, I started a lean out 2020, which was a 12 week challenge. Everybody had kind of got the quarantine 20 or 40 or 60, whatever. And nobody had any accountability and people couldn't quite go back to the gym yet. And there was just a lot of uncertainty. So I started writing custom plans for what you have access to, what you enjoy doing, and then your nutrition. And that comes with the genetic reports. And so it took a lot of guesswork and things like that out of it, but it's all online. So people check in with me every week, just like what we did mm -hmm. with you. And um, I write their nutrition, I write their workouts, um, or sometimes they go and see a trainer now. Right. But yeah, it's all online, which is great. And then through social media, I have all tons of resources mm -hmm. that I've been working on trying to put out workouts and give more ideas and really encourage people to be not just focused on the weight loss aspect of things, but thinking about their whole health. So drinking more water, getting more sleep, um, you know, being thoughtful about not being an all or nothing program. So being that it's Christmas right now, you know, I want people to feel comfortable. You're not going to get fat from one meal. You're just, and you're also not going to get lean from one workout. So just being consistent over time of, you know, drinking a little bit extra water if you know you're going to drink a little extra wine or, you know, make sure you get your movement in in the morning if you know the afternoon is going to be crazy. And it doesn't have to be, what you do doesn't have to be excessive, just right. consistent. You know, Katie, right now, the people that are listening, we are in the thick of the holidays. Yes. Um, we are, it is what it is. You're, you're out of your norm. You're going to parties. You're celebrating, which we all should celebrate 100%. for sure. But looking at projecting forward in a couple of weeks, you know, everybody for Christmas, um, a lot of people get new sneakers, they get new workout clothes. So projecting these, um, and I really don't like, I think you and I've talked about this, the New Year's resolutions, um, but I know I need to shift. And talking about these people um, that are listening now, how, if you're not accustomed to going to the gym or if that's not your forte, is there, how do you motivate that population? Yeah, so I think the big thing is finding the things that you love and you enjoy. And it doesn't, working out doesn't have to be going to the gym, but even before that, start making small changes in your life. So for example, maybe this week you're gonna work on walking 5,000 steps and drinking eight glasses of water. Maybe next week you're gonna work on doing your 5,000 steps, your eight glasses of water, and then maybe being in bed by 10 o'clock. And then the next week, maybe you start journaling and you start writing down your feelings about something that you're anticipating or something, a habit that you have that you need to relinquish because it's not serving you, something like that. So it doesn't all, it, again, you don't have to jump in with two feet in the deep end. Like little changes make a huge impact and then keeping those over time. The other thing is looking at who you want to be at the end of 2023. Do you want to feel better in your skin? Do you want to have more mental clarity? Do you want to be a better partner to your partner? Do you want to be a better parent? Do you want to be better at your job? Um, maybe you want to read more books. Whatever it is that is going to make you all around healthy. So not just gain more muscle tissue and lose more body fat, but like a whole being because we are a whole being and so how can you make small changes to be who you want to be at the end of the year i mean that is amazing because um 
I think a lot of people, a lot of people do think that like, okay, I've got to get fit. I got to get healthy. And I'm not discounting that right. at all because I feel like in this world, um, we need to move more. We do, yeah. do we need, we all need to move. We sit, um, and, and it's just, there has to be change. So with that said, I love the whole package because if you're not healthy mentally, how are you going to get fit or how are you going to add muscle or whatever the case may be, right? Exactly. Well, and how do you talk to yourself? So if you're on the treadmill and you're hating on yourself, like what does that tell your body? Eek. Exactly. Exactly. How many times have you know, you get up in the morning and you're feeling really good and then you step on the scale and you've already failed for the day. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, it's just not, it's not emotionally and mentally healthy. And I think that one of the greatest things that we can do is, you know, look at the things that are not serving us. See what we can change. If you have a habit, say every morning you get up and you check your social media, which I do, and you have all these steps, but that checking social media has started to, you start comparing yourself or you start getting down on yourself or you start shooting yourself. Mm -hmm. I should be doing this and I should be doing that. If you, if that's the train that you're on, what if you, what if tomorrow you don't check social media until lunchtime? Right. See how your morning goes. Exactly. I didn't say cut yourself off. No. Cause that's dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, we're not jumping in with two feet mm -hmm. in the deep end. Mm -hmm. Like, what can you do that's a little step or maybe wait until the afternoon and then go for a walk and then check your social media mm -hmm. as you're walking because right. more than likely you won't check that long because you want to watch where you're walking sure so kind of rewarding yourself with your social media in a different situation that maybe doesn't put you on such a bad train exactly. to start with I want to circle back because when you came in the studio today, we were talking about making changes. Now, mm -hmm. you know, I have this, my birthday's January 8th. So I always say January 9th <laughs> is my day, is my day to do what? Well, to, to really, to really change my mindset, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so January 9th, but you did say something in um, water, drink more water. And mm -hmm. I, I have talked to people. They're like, I don't like water. I'm like, how? How do you not like water? But I understand, I can get it. But how much water should we be drinking and can you drink too much? So you should drink an ounce at least, well, they say you should drink at least a half an ounce for every pound that you weigh. Can you drink too much? Um, yes, I believe it's something ridiculous. Like if you drink two gallons of water in the course of two hours, your kidneys cannot okay. release that. Okay. Um, but if over the course of the day you drink two gallons of water, which we have in mm -hmm. our past, mm -hmm. you know what happens? You go to the bathroom a lot. I mean, ultimately, we're not going to overdrink water. Mm -hmm. Nobody will. Right. Um, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there's extremists out there yeah. for everything. But yeah. um, for the most part, if you're just trying to drink more water, my recommendations, get a really fun cup that you want to carry around with you. Put something in it. Like, you don't have to drink plain water. Lemons, limes, orange peel, cucumber. I mean flavor your waters, uh, citrus, berries, it doesn't matter. Like put something in there. If you don't like cold water, which I do not, room temperature is amazing. Um, I use my Keurig more for hot water than I do for coffee. Like mm -hmm. I probably drink six of my glasses of water as hot water right. every day. Right. Because it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. And even in the summertime, when you're in air conditioning, it's cold in there. Mm -hmm. So unless I'm working out outside, I rarely drink cold water. Wow. Okay. So and it's just a preference. There's nothing, it is. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. It's just a preference, right? Mm -hmm. I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So 
I drink about, I do drink eight glasses of water a day or because mm -hmm. I, I keep, I measure because I have the big, my, my tumbler that says yeah. mommy and ain't easy and it's 12 or 13 years old. I love it. <laughs> of course. But, um, so drinking more water and being mindful of that for sure. <laughs> um, what is the first thing when you're looking at someone's food plan mm -hmm. or the food that, or their diet that they're on? And I don't like the word diet, but, um, what is the first thing that you look at and see, okay, that's got to go? Or do you do that? Do you dissect when you have someone coming to you for a food plan? So when I write nutrition, I always have people write me a list of the things that they're like they're currently eating, what they like to eat, and then what they strongly dislike eating. No one ever comes to me and is like, I shouldn't say no one, but I almost no one has ever come to me and is actually honest about what they're consuming every day. Cause like I will, I have all this entire list, like tell me exactly what you ate today and nobody ever puts coffee on there. Yeah. We just think it's, but that's where you have either. Most people have half and half or some kind of a creamer or something like that. Um, added sweeteners, added sweeteners, like, um, Oh, I put honey and half and half and vanilla and something else in my coffee. And I'm like, well, that's 250 calories that we oh. weren't accounting for, you know? So right. trying to dissect that and then um, going through like, well, when are you actually hungry and when do you want to snack? Because mm -hmm. for some reason, snacking has gotten a bad rap because of what options we have for snacking. But like, even when I wrote your nutrition, you're like, oh, I really miss goat cheese. And I was like, great. Like, I let's know. put it in there. Y'all, seriously, that's a game changer. Yeah. You yeah. don't like you don't want to suffer. Mm -mm. Um generally I try to restrict alcohol mm -hmm. um to maybe one night a week. Um I do have people that I've written it in because they have their four ounce like they measured out, they have their four ounces of wine every night and that's their mm -hmm. thing. Um I've also had people say like my non negotiable is uh chocolate covered almonds. I have that every single night and I said, Fine, you can have twelve. Like, okay. Yeah. I, I try not to say absolutely not. I do like to say I'd rather you not eat fast food. I'd rather you mm -hmm. not eat things like that. Processed food. Mm -hmm. Correct. Cut that out. You know, I love that because I remember because Katie and I have been in, and it's a different ballgame when you're competing. Yes. Where it's, it is, you eat a lot. People don't understand. We do eat a lot of food, but I mean, we have to be very, very careful about what we put in our bodies. So when she was writing my, oh gosh, I don't even remember what it was, last year, my food plan, and I told you about the goat cheese. So my point to all of you, when you go and see, if you go and see Katie, is that she will work around your preferences. I mean, Absolutely. that is amazing Yeah, because a lot of people say they're jumping ship because they can't have their chocolate covered almonds or their vodka soda or whatever the case may right. be. So I love that about your plan. I mean, for sure. When you are on an all or nothing plan, as soon as you can have what you couldn't have before, you, at least in my experience, you're a mess. Like mm -hmm. I couldn't have that before. So now I'm not going to just have like a little bit. I'm going to have all of it. Mm -hmm. And that is worse. I know. Because it, really it, it, it really encourages binge eating. Like there's so many nutrition plans out there that are so very extreme and it just ultimately isn't a 
a long lasting healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. to be that extreme about anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anything. Yeah. Anything. I mean, anything. Shopping. Correct. Sex. Anything. 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 Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Because we are such a consumable culture that we can't just have a little. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, Vegas should be restricted to three days. And- That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So you're with my body GX. I'm so excited because I want everyone to really dig in because Katie did the genetic test on me and um, she did it last year, I believe. But tell us about genetic testing. I was I was fascinated, but there were some things that we knew already about myself that worked and fit into the plan. So tell us why listeners, people that are viewing would do your perform your genetic test. Well, genetic testing is a great tool. It's um, it helps us to really understand what your body is predispositioned to do. So it's not exact, but it will give us a really good idea if your body has a tendency to not absorb enough of a vitamin, or if your body prefers eating more protein. How do we know that? Well, we look at a specific genetic allele and it tells us based on a normal allele, do you need more or do you need less? Genetic reports aren't a report card. You can't pass or fail. It's just information about your body so that we can use it to then work with your body towards whatever your goals are whether that's leaning out, whether that's building muscle, whether that's healing, um, gut health, whether that is more mental clarity, whatever it is that your ultimate goal for your body is, we can look at your genetics and say, okay, you're predispositioned to not absorb very much vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 plays a large part into our gut health. How can we get more B12 into your nutrition on a regular basis without any more pills to give your body ample opportunity to absorb vitamin B12 so we can start healing your gut? Well, we can look at it a couple different ways. One, how do we give you more of those vitamin B12 rich foods? And then secondarily, what can we cut out that is blocking those vitamin B12 absorptions? Mm -hmm. So we can do a couple of different angles, but once we know what your body likes, we can start healing it. Exactly, because um, I mentioned to you, January, I really do, I have I have a new goal. And my goal is typically either to lean out, build muscle, um, it, it, you know, if it's vanity or whatever the case may be. Um, this, in 2023, it's to eliminate pain because I'm in chronic pain and have been for years and years and years, and I'm sick of it. Um, and I am going to, try to figure out what's going on with my body. And that's my food plan, I guess you could say. I love it. You know, and I I have to, and it's a different mindset. I was telling Greg, my husband, and he's like, wow, that's a shift. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I usually want to get in this pair of jeans or whatever this case may be. And that is true. I always want vanities there, but it's to heal and to figure out pain. Like what is going on? Could it be what I'm eating is it? I mean, when you are talking about when you're writing plans, you would go to food before you would a supplement, correct? Ideally, yes. Okay, yeah, because I do both. But ugh. well, so he, there's a few different things. Like with supplementation, you have to make sure one that you're getting the correct dosage. Two, you want to make sure that your body can actually absorb whatever it is 
that you're supposed to be taking from that pill and that it doesn't have a blocker for something else. Um, if you have a heart condition, you don't, or are on um, heart medications, you wouldn't want to take something that's super high in magnesium. Um, so we don't want to mess up what you're already doing. And our bodies naturally will not block out certain vitamins and minerals through food. Mm -hmm. It will do it through a, the chemically processed vitamin or mineral. The other thing is, how do we know how much vitamin and mineral is in that supplement to begin with? Like not all of them are FDA approved, not all of them are regulated. So making sure that we're getting the quote unquote right amount, whatever that dosage is, it's so much easier through nutrition because your body absorbs what you need and you release what you don't. Mm -hmm. I have a great doctor, Dr. Leanne Scott, and um, she helps regulate my hormones and so much more. And um, she said, you know, you're a little low on zinc with your labs. This was last time. And she mm -hmm. said, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to add foods mm -hmm. that are high in zinc. And Love I that. appreciate that. She goes, you don't need another supplement. Let's try this first. It worked. Exactly. It worked. Exactly. It worked. So I didn't have to take a zinc supplement per se. Yep. So I love that. And she's looking at my blood work and, and, and of course how I feel for mm -hmm. sure. Right. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. I do that a lot with my clients. Um, I actually, this last year, I think I've written more nutrition plans to support, um, nursing mothers to support gut health, to support arthritis pain. Um, what else? What, there was another really interesting, um, oh, um, recovering from surgery. How can we, if you know that you're having a surgery coming up, how can we prepare your body in a way that it's already in a healing state before you go into surgery? And then once you go into the surgery, how can we plan your nutrition for the next four to six months so that you're not only healing, but healing optimally? So maybe you have more, if you went in for knee surgery, maybe you have now better range of motion than you did before you went in. How can we make sure that those ligaments, tendons, all of your joint, all the connective tissue, how can we make sure that that is as healthy as it absolutely can be? Not only through the recovery, but you know, you probably had that surgery because you want to go hiking or mm -hmm. you want to be more active or, or you want a better quality of life. Eliminate pain. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh, that's great. So the genetic testing, what you're saying is one size does not fit all. Right. Well, exactly. So your body is different than mine. Um, although we're both healthy eaters, we're both athletic, we're both petite. Um, but my body likes things completely different than yours. Um, my nutrition looks completely different than yours. Like you have a normal utilization of carbohydrates. I have an enhanced utilization of carbohydrates, which means I need to eat 200 to 250 grams per day for my body and for my output. Um, you would not be impressed with me if I gave you 250 grams of vegetables to eat mm -mm. every day. <laughs> no, and I love vegetables. That's a lot. <laughs> not at all. But your body's just different from mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my husband has an enhanced utilization of protein. So that, that breaks down in a couple different ways. One, we need to feed him more protein in order to support his muscle tissue because ultimately what it means is his body breaks down protein faster which means he's also breaking down his muscle tissue faster. Oh, gosh. Wow. So those high-protein diets, the reason they work for some people is because their bodies need more protein actively because their bodies break down protein quicker. And so 
you don't want like muscles hard to make. So let's support it as much as we can through our nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so I look at things like that. Um, if you're um, a long distance runner, like how can I feed you, especially if you need a high protein diet, but you also need a good amount of carbs. Like how do we support your active lifestyle? If you're primarily sedentary, maybe you have a desk job and you run kids everywhere after school. How do I support your nutrition so that you have plenty of energy at five o'clock, that you don't binge eat and stop at, you know, some fast food place mm -hmm. on the way to a game or before practice or whatever? How can I support you so that you have what you need for your nutrition so that you feel better? Absolutely. And not only food. You talk about weight loss in this. In my report summary, mm -hmm. it was weight loss, food, food sensitivity, nutrients, and exercise. Mm -hmm. Which exercise was so interesting to me because if you know me and you follow me, I am an early morning girl. I can text Katie at four thirty in the morning, five o'clock, and she's up too. We love to work out in the morning. I do, and that was best for us, right? Mm -hmm. Or for me, for sure. Yep. So explain that because people think, oh, I'll just work out at any time, but. How you can. Um, so here's the thing. If you're training, so there's many things that you can look at. One, when are you going to get it done? I can yes. tell you this. After 7 a.m., I mm -mm. have children and mm -mm. things and yeah. Mm -mm. So it just isn't going to happen. But at 5.30, I can get in the gym and or 5 and I can get it done. The other thing is if you're training for weight loss, does your body utilize... Um, resistance training more efficiently for um, changing your physique and um, burning through body fat? Or are you better served with doing cardio? Neither you nor I are better served doing cardio. Thank so, goodness. Right. <laughs> so how, but you know, cardio is obviously good for our heart, hearts, sure. but how do we utilize that information to get the physique that we want? Well, if we know that our bodies don't do well with cardio, it means that our body is not doing, going through glucose and glycogen as fast as a quote unquote normal person. So we need less glucose and glycogen, which is the energy stores in our muscles, because we want to get through that quicker so that our body goes straight into fat burning. So you have a few options. One, you could have fasted cardio or fasted training, which is what we do. What we do. Um, that means that you, have, you haven't eaten anything since the night before. So you slept all night, so you're fasted. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you get your water, and you go work out. Your body has very limited glucose and glycogen to burn through, so it goes straight into the body fat burning zone quicker and more efficiently versus if we got up and had oatmeal and eggs, our body has to go through all of that energy before it starts working in on our mm -hmm. actual body fat. So the other thing that you can do is resistance training first. So like, let's say that the best time for you to work out is at, lunch, at your lunch break. Because in the morning you have all the kids stuff and then you go to work. But you know from 12.15 to 1 o'clock you are guaranteed a break. So what do you do with your genetic information if you know that you should have worked out in the morning? Well, one, you can do your weight training first. You burn through more glucose and glycogen faster under resistance, that time under tension. And then whatever time you have left over, then do your cardio. Because especially if your cardio isn't meant mm -hmm. to serve you in that way. The last option, and this is great for my distance people, is duration cardio. So going for a long hike, going for a long run, going for a long bike ride, whatever that looks like. So we just want to serve our bodies in the best way that we can, knowing what our body is like. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is you can then monitor what you eat beforehand. So if you want to have less glucose and glycogen, maybe have a really light lunch that's 
primarily protein and fat and maybe sal- like a salad of some nature and then work out at four o'clock before you pick up the kids from school. And then afterwards have a nice like protein, carbohydrate, fat rich meal like um, chicken and potatoes and green beans um, and maybe a side salad, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Something that's going to kick everything up. Too many times people think like I can only eat salad or I can only eat chicken and vegetables. Right. That's just not true. That's not true. I'm looking at my uh, recommendation here for mm-hmm. what foods I should eat. Protein is a, the, is a percentage fat um, and carbohydrates. So with me, what should I eat more of? So interesting. So protein um, for yours, because of your active lifestyle, so yours is 15 to 25%. I would put you and I think I did closer to 25 for two reasons. One, you do resistance training every single day between mm-hmm. Pilates and between mm-hmm. lifting. Yes. Secondarily, you've had a lot of bone surgeries mm-hmm. and a lot of surgeries in general. We need to support the muscle tissue that you've created in order to support keeping you healthy longer. Carbohydrates, I still kick you up probably close to 50%. Even the recommendation is 45 to 55% because you are so active and you have a tendency to forget to eat. A lot, mm-hmm. I don't eat enough. So making sure that I'm giving you good carbohydrates she when you me. are eating, Right, I've met you before. <laughs> um, making sure that you are getting the and the right carbohydrates when you are eating. Like I remember you being afraid of oatmeal and being afraid of potatoes and being afraid like, I think last month I had a, a smoothie recipe that had a half a banana in it and people messaged me and was like, <gasps> There's a lot of sugar in a banana. And I was like, I mean, you just had wine yesterday. Like, (laughs) what's a banana? Really? I know. I know, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that is so interesting because you and then you, my my trainer, Sam, um, and my Pilates instructor, they all say the same thing. You forget to eat. My husband's like, who forgets to eat all day long? Like, who does that? And it's out of mind. We're busy. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't mean to, but honestly... I know that that when I am following Katie's plan, eating every few hours, five times a day, probably, I lean up and I feel better. I just feel so much better. And my brain is more sharp. Yes. That's possible. It's huge. Yeah. Absolutely. So to genetic test with you. Yes. It's saliva, correct? It is. Tell us how this would happen. Yeah. So um, you order the test. It comes in the mail. And it has a basically really long Q-tip and you go into the bathroom before you brush your teeth. First thing mm-hmm. in the morning, we want as many cheek cells as possible. You rub it, you know, eight times on the right side, eight times on the left side, stick it into um, the pre-sampled um, container, and then you put it in the bag, drop it off with your um, postal service um, or in your mailbox yeah. and send it back. And then in three to four weeks, they analyze your data at the lab and um, provide a report. Unless you've done 23andMe, because they do saliva also, and we partnered with them, then you can get your 23andMe back like in 72 hours, wow. super fast, if you did um, the health on 23andMe. But yeah, so we get that back, get um, your programming, and then I call you and we have a conversation. We go through your report, just like I did with you. Mm-hmm. We go through it page by page. It takes about an hour. And I always ask, you know, where have you been? Where are you now? Where do you want to be? 
So what are we focusing on? Right. What What is your end goal? What's your goal? Did you just want to Did you just want to know? Awesome. <laughs> right. Did you Are you trying to heal your gut? Are you looking for more mental clarity? Um, is your sleep terrible? Your energy is down. Like, you want to lean out. You yeah. want to. I mean, there's so many things. You want to be um, a better athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of athletes that are um, young soccer players. You know, twenties, thirties, and they're trying to not only support their bodies through their athletic endeavor, but they're noticing what worked when they were 18 just because they had all the extra testosterone isn't necessarily working in their 30s and 40s. No joke. Right? (laughs) So how can they then, knowing like, you know, you're actually a distance athlete, you're actually not a strength athlete. So what does that mean? How do we support your sport based on what your body likes? Right. Well, we're all different. Exactly. A hundred percent. So in the spring, would you come back? Because I know you were publishing a new, I mean, you're publishing a new journal and that's exciting. And I want you to come back and talk about that in the spring. Would you do that? Yeah, I would love to. I I mean, we're right on the cusp of you finishing that. She's been working on this for quite a long time and we'll share that in the spring. But I'm hoping that this helps everyone. I mean, how do we find you to get this genetic test or any test or to do some lean out challenges with you. Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to um, mybodygx.com. I am also on Instagram under mybodygx or on Facebook under mybodygx. Um, Please email me, katie, K-A-T-I, at mybodygx.com if you have any questions. Um, I'm happy to set up a consultation and go over what you're hoping to see and to find out about your body and see what we can do to help you on the path of healing. Well, I appreciate you being here. You know, I adore you. Have for years, always having. I'm so glad you're here closer to me. me you can pop over and, and podcast with me anytime at all. So I love it. Well, happy holidays to you. Happy 2023. I think I figured out that time. So <laughs> what year we're in. But everyone, thank you so much for listening and watching us on YouTube at Tiffany Blackman over there. And everyone have a wonderful, wonderful year. Set your new goals and um, keep being fabulous. Thank you.